going to the light until we meet again. That's what the Corinthians say again and again. Knowledge is power. It grows like a flower. Right now on the line from somewhere on the West Coast, we have David Liebehart. David is a frequent contributor to the Adult Swim show, Tim and Eric. Awesome show. Great job. He's an artist, puppeteer, and musician whose latest album is David Liebehart, Space Ranger. David, thanks for joining us. Oh, yo, thank you for having me. Well, we appreciate your coming on to the film show today. and Well, I'm, I'm happy to come on to the show. I just, I'm, I'm praying for harmony in our country because all this marching is ridiculous. And all this, this hate campaign needs healing in our country, you know, because I'm yeah. part German and Irish, and, and my uh, German and Irish relatives helped free slaves to the Underground Railroad up into Canada. I'm also part African-American. But we need healing of this racism mess. It's terrible. Yes, yes, no doubt about that. And so you're currently on tour. You're performing up and down the West Coast. And what can people expect if they come out to see you? Well, they're going to have a great time. I wrote songs about my ex-girlfriends and one about my ex-wife. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to be doing a little bit of stand-up comedy and music. And I, I'm, I'm going to also, uh, I only have one puppet with me. Uh, uh, the Gittles Candy commercial rented my puppets to do a, a Gittles commercial. And, they, and the guy that worked my puppets, he wasn't careful with my puppets. He broke the strings in them. And so I have uh, uh, one of my puppets I don't use that much called Lamadog. Uh, Tim and Eric are going to be doing a new program called uh, Decker on the Moon, and, I'm, and we're working on that, and they're getting the Channel 5 news program started, um, and I'm supposed to be a part of that. In fact, when I just, before I came on tour, I did a lot of um, uh, filming and acting with Tim and Eric for Absolutely Production. Well, let's talk about your puppets, because um, this song that you have that's on the new album, I'm Not a Hoarder, you say that you have 62 puppets and 100 model trains. Yeah, I, I do. I have, I have Jim Henson as a Sunday school teacher in the Christian Science Church, as well as Bert Stilston at the Kukla Friend and Ollie, as well as the guy that did the Friendly Giant. And they said they would give me their puppets if I would do a puppet show uh, uh, on public access, which uh, I, I did. Uh, it started in 1988 to 2008 when the city of Los Angeles got rid of public access. And I did a puppet show called the Junior Christian Science Bible Lesson Show, teaching kids Bible stories in the same old drugs. And three famous puppeteers um, gave me uh, puppets from their collection to do it. And I met them face-to-face in person when they were living. And I, uh, it's a labor of love. And um, it was, you can see clips of it on the internet, the Junior Christian Science Bible Lesson Show. And it, 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 it's a fun show with James Guall and uh, Michael Boyd. The show had two spinoffs. The Dell Talk Show was a spinoff from the Junior Christian Science Bible Lesson Show with Adam Popagan. He used to be in a punk rock band with me for six years. And then there was another spinoff. Uh, and, and, and a Navy friend of mine named uh, Michael Tyrone Boyd, he did a show a spinoff called Spiritual Thinking with Michael Boyd, um, which you can see on his website. He had me to um, to uh, do a fundraiser for the USO for, to help uh, veterans to get help 
as there's so many veterans suffering and that are homeless on the street. That's a, that's terrible that's going on in such a rich country we are in. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, a lot of your songs have biblical themes, but you're also really interested in, well, some people would call them mythical creatures, but uh, here in the Northwest, people take Sasquatch very, very seriously. So if you're up in the Northwest, people are, are going to want to know about Bigfoot, about Sasquatch. And, uh, Let me tell you what happened to me with Bigfoot. Uh, Bigfoot is also in the state of Michigan, Indiana, and Illinois. My dad used to do a lot of fishing. We were fishing in the Douglas Lake back in the 60s, say around 67 or 66. And with this uh, thing that looked like Bigfoot, well, I got caught up in my dad's fishing rod, and he roared, made the most scariest roar. He knocked over the boat. Luckily, I had a life jacket on. We lost all our fishing equipment. And uh, my dad was able to swim me to shore and, and go back and swim and get the boat. But it was the most, I had face-to-face experience with Bigfoot, which was very scary. And then when I went fishing with my 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 dad, I um, uh, up in um, up in the Greenland, I almost got uh, attacked by a polar bear. Oh yeah, so um, polar bears, penguins, they they show up a lot in your work too. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I've written songs about them. Um, there's a race called the Palladians, and they're the ones who brought the penguins and the uh, polar bears here, and they're from Star Corridor. And they brought the penguins here. They also work a lot with the Palladians. The Palladians have a big underground base under Mount Helen Revere. And this is where all our back engineering technology. In fact, my cousin Phyllis McKinnon worked at Wright Patterson's Air Force Base. She was a retired Army officer. And she showed me the cell phone, the computers, and the laptops way back in the 70s. And she said all this back engineering technology would be in every school and business by year 2000, and she died of Hopkins disease of cancer in 1992, so she didn't get to see what she predicted. And her, her grandmother, Nanny Rexinger, was uh, first cousins to my grandmother, Schroeder. They were from Kansas City. You do have some of your puppets available, and you'll be, um, you'll be performing with them on the tour. I only have one puppet, Llama Dog, and he's half lamb and half dog, and he's the only puppet. I, we don't have much room because we bought a small van, and it's really small. And so I had to take back half of my clothes and half of uh, half the stuff I was going to take on the trip because it's a very small minivan. And it has four guys in there, a drummer and two uh, guitar players, and it's very uh, tight. You know, you've got some interesting new songs I'd like to know more about uh, Go Into the Light. That's got some interesting background to it. Well, the song Go Into Light, there's a race called the Corindians, and they come from Star Corridor, 411 light years away from Earth. Bob Renown has been working with them ever since 61. Uh, they, uh, I'm on my Caucasian side. I'm related to President Grant and the Wright brothers, and they're from Ohio. Uh, and uh, they, uh, the uh, Corinthians worked with Tesla and Einstein, giving them the back end engineering technology. I wish I could speak on coast to coast. And um, I'm friends with a lot of people in the Christian Science Church that are retired Navy SEALs and Army officers that also shared the same things with me. And I live with my cousin Phyllis McKinnon. And then Richard Dunn, who I worked with on the Tim and Eric Awesome Show, great job. He was a Navy SEAL, so he shared a lot of stuff with me. 
Uh, your song Ghost Frog is about an interesting creature that you met in Park Forest, Illinois, apparently. Um, what happened is my parents uh, bought a home at 117 Westwood Drive. A, a retired general owned the home, a military guy, and he would shoot the frogs and toads that came on his property because uh, there used to be a lake in back of the, uh, the, the field there. Mm-hmm. And and um, and he would shoot the frogs, and the frogs came back as ghosts, and they just looked at me telepathically and looked over me and stared at me. And then I had another experience with animal ghosts. Uh, those were reptile ghosts, the ones in Park Forest, Illinois. Ghosts are real. I um, had another experience with ghosts when my parents lived in Chicago, Illinois, at uh, at um, uh, eighty one thirty six South Ellis. On the south side of Chicago, my parents uh, bought a fourplex, and on the uh, second floor, my my grandmother Schroeder and my grandfather Columbus stayed on the second floor, and then my mom and dad and I stayed on the first floor. And this guy that sold us the home was a retired uh, police officer from Chicago, Illinois, and he says three of his German shepherds were shot and killed, and they come back as ghosts, and they lick people and tickle people. And I wrote a song about that called The Pickle Man and Mr. Moose because these orange German shepherds would come back and lick me and tickle me. And when I cleaned my room, they threw everything around the room like I didn't do nothing. One of the things I love about Chicago, and I understand this is true for you too, is all the train lines there. You can hop a freight if you want. You can hop a commuter train. You can hop uh, an elevated line. There's just trains all over the place. There's so many kinds and they'll go all over the country. Well, they got rid of my two favorite trains in Chicago when I was growing up. One was called the Chicago North Shore and Milwaukee Railroad. They were the first to design the bullet train that Japan uses today. They had a train called the Electroliner that went 200 miles an hour, built in 1941. Air conditioned. Man, look it up on, anybody can look it on their laptop. And it was ahead of its time. I belong to the Union Illinois Railroad Museum, where we saved the old subways and the old interurbans. And then the Rexingers in my family lived out toward Aurora. And we would take the Aurora and Elgin, and it also came in on the Chicago L. And it was a fast electric interurban. And the Northwestern and the Milwaukee Road and, and Burlington Northern didn't like the competition. And so they paid the Mayor Daly to build the Congress Expressway, and they allowed the CTA to run in the middle of the Congress Expressway, which is now the blue line today. But they wouldn't let the Chicago Aurora and Elgin run in the middle of the, the freeway. So they lost all their freight, all their interurban passengers at Forest Park, which was very unfair. And they had a train called the 450 Series, where were the last 10 uh, fast air cars that were built that were ahead of their time. And the interurbans were what, uh, they would have kept the interurbans in the United States. We, that, uh, we, they would be like what the trains are in Germany, the inner city train, or the uh, bullet trains in Japan. They were just ahead of their time. Now, you say you have a history with the late Robin Williams. Robin Williams was raised in Christian science like me before he got converted to being Episcopalian. Robin Williams is from Chicago like I am. I met Robin Williams at Fifth Church of Christ Scientists in Hollywood, California, on La Brea in Hollywood. And he um, and I became good friends. We stayed at the St. Moritz Hotel 
across from Channel 5 on Sunset and Bronson, and we stayed in room uh, 113. He was working at Denny's uh, as a bartender, and I was working at Kentucky Fried Chicken, and we did stand-up comedy together at the uh, uh, comedy store, uh, the Laugh Factory and the Improvisation and the Potato uh, Factory, and um, we became good friends for a long time. And what happened is uh, one night uh, Gary Marshall said, I want to put you, Robin Williams, and One Happy Days playing Orc the Martian, the same Martian you, uh, character you play with David Liebehart. And he says, what about my friend David Liebehart? And Gary Marshall says, I don't want that Daffy Duck friend. I want you. And um, uh, so um, Robin Williams says, I won't work not unless David is worth working with me. So I did free intern work for um, for uh, Gary Marshall at Paramount Studios. I was there every Tuesday and Thursday doing the warm-ups for the shows, getting the talent, their food, and their clothes. And this went on for four years. And Betty Garrett, who uh, is a famous actress who played on, uh, she was originally on All in the Family, and she did a lot of movies in the 40s. She didn't think it was right that Gary Marshall uh, didn't put me in any of the shows, and she spoke up on my behalf, and it caused her to, to lose her job on Laverne and Shirley. She was replaced by a Swedish actress, and, and even though she married Laverne's dad on Laverne and Shirley. And after that, I didn't want to do any more warm-ups or work for Gary Marshall after that. But Cindy Williams lives out here in Portland, Oregon somewhere, and um, she's a, a fan of mine, and and she and she likes me, and uh, uh, she uh, she told me when, uh, that she was raising two of her kids, her, her daughter and son here, since she got divorced from Mr. Hamilton. I she was always nice to me on the set. I wanted to give her my best regards if she ever comes to the show. Well, have you had a chance to uh, see a lot of the cities that you've been visiting? Places in California, places in Oregon. You're going up into Washington. Well, I'm going to tell you what I've been doing. I got my music uh, with two big publishing companies that used to be in Portland, Oregon. Uh, CCLI, Christian Copyright Licensing International, was originally in Portland, Oregon, and they moved to the state of Washington. And and they published something like 480 of my hymns and contemporary Christian music since my music was refused from the Christian Science Publishing Society and the um, ELCA Lutheran Hymnal. And so my music got accepted uh, through CCLI, Christian Copyright Licensing. And they told me I have to take my sheet music around before I can get a royalty check. And then the Catholic Church um, uh, uh, published a whole bunch of my music through GIA Publishing Company, and they bought out licensing things that used to be in Portland, Oregon. But ever since they took over the publishing company, um, uh, the Catholic Publishing Company, um, GIA Publishing Company, uh, uh, is now called One Licensing, uh, no longer licensing sing. I haven't gotten a penny for my songs in three years. And they have my music all in the Catholic math books. Oh, wow. And online, and I've, and, and, and I've called Bernie in Chicago, Illinois, with One Licensing. He hasn't returned my phone call once. And uh, uh, my music, um, I, I, I've had fans that are into Catholicism that have taken me to the Catholic Church, and my music is being used more in the Catholic Church than it is in the big mega churches. Wow. It's interesting that your art has one foot in the church, in the hymns and the religious traditions, and one foot in the secular. You do a lot of songs about uh, space, and you do a lot of performance about uh, mythology and uh, 
is, is it ever difficult to balance those interests? Uh, well, the Christian, uh, the, uh, the CCLI Christian Copyright uh, uh, Licensing doesn't like it that Jonah Motion, my booking manager, has my music mixed up with my uh, my rock and roll music about aliens and UFOs mixed up with my Christian hymns that are online for the churches to use. But you don't see a conflict between the secular and the religious traditions. Let me tell you something. The, the Protestants, the Jewish synagogue, and the Protestants, and the Catholicism purposely took out books in the Bible that talked about aliens and UFOs called the pseudepigrapher, because they don't want people to understand the UFO phenomenon or believe in it. They, uh, they, they're the lost books of the Bible, and the pseudepigrapher, even the Dead Sea Scrolls, talk about how the prophets in the Bible had contact with extraterrestrials, even in the Buddhist books, if you read the uh, get the book Cherry to the Gods, it talked about how people worship these aliens that came to Earth as gods. Do you find some similarity between stories of aliens and stories of divine visitors like angels and uh, and messengers? Well, it's the same thing. These angels are extraterrestrials. They're they're they're, they're more than angelical beings. They're they're extraterrestrials. So what's the message? Well, they care about our planet, they care about us, and they want us to do the right thing. And it and, and, uh, talks about um, alien angels crossing over with humans in the book of Genesis in the Bible. And it talked about how Enoch was taken up in a chariot of fire. Uh, even the Muslim uh, Islam books talk about how Allah was taught by aliens as well. So it goes, even all the Buddhists and uh, and. Uh, uh, talks about being uh, going up in a flying uh, carpet and everything by aliens. You know, in your TV performances, you're interacting a lot with all sorts of people. You've been on talk shows, you've been on The Daily Show, you've been on Tim and Eric, you've been on uh, on cable access. What's your favorite venue? What's your favorite uh, TV genre? I love being on the Jimmy Kimmel show. I wish you would let me come back on. I love doing stand-up comedy with uh, with the uh, with uh, um, uh, with uh, Tim and Eric. I I, uh, I was supposed to be an actor way back in the '60s. I'll tell you what happened. My parents paid for me to uh, take acting lessons at Goodman Theater in Chicago, and um, uh, Marjorie Lord, who was in the Christian Science Circle, she was uh, Danny Thomas's TV wife. She paid for me to come to California to be on the Andy Griffith Show, to be Opie's best friend. I read for the part at the Desilu Studios. I was supposed to be hired as an actor on there, but at the last moment, my parents didn't want me to break into the show business, so I didn't get to be an actor on the Andy Griffith Show. I was supposed to be an African-American actor on the Andy Griffith Show because Danny Thomas produced that show. Uh, Danny Thomas uh, was visiting Mayberry. He got in trouble for speeding in Mayberry, and he got arrested by Andy Griffith, and Danny Thomas gave him his own show, The Andy Griffith Show. Um, and it was a spinoff from Make Room for Danny, and I was supposed to be on that show. I hear that you're a big advocate of animation and cartoons. Yes, I'm a painter. I'm an animator. I used to paint preschools for a living. Um, I went to the Art Institute as a child for art. I, um, I went to L.A. City College for art and music and music theory. And I've been doing music and art all my life. 
Well, what's um, what's ahead for you? What sort of projects have you got in the hopper that you'd like to try out in the future? I would like to get my own big variety show. I'd like to do a variety comedy show like Curl Burnett had with dancing and singing and puppeteering. And I'd like to do a show like the Ed Sullivan show. I'd like to do a talk show like the Johnny Carson show. In fact, James Squaw is originally from the Midwest. James Squaw and I were supposed to be the Eric Andre show, but at the last moment they decided to give it to Animal Burr and, and Eric Andre. But they're very talented guys, both of them. Well, David Lee Behart, it's been a real pleasure to have you on uh, the film show today. And um, I'd like to know, how can people find out more about your work? Well, go to my website, artbyleebehart.com. That's A-R-G-B-Y-L-I-E-B-E-H-A-R-D. Or they can go to uh, Spotify, Google Play, CD Baby, type in David Lee Behart. Go to YouTube, type in David Lee Behart. Um, and um, I, I want to share something that Doris Day shared with me. Doris Day is a Christian scientist, and I met her in person at, uh, one time at the Beverly Hills Christian Science Church, and I asked her what was her recipe for success, and Doris Day told me to say, know your success in action, know you're a winner, not a loser, and never give up, and she told me to work with a passage from Science and Health that through Christ's precious love, these efforts are crowned it with success. And, 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 and I just want to share this with the world to, to, to believe in success, and they will become success and set goals for themselves and never give up and never give up on their dreams and let nobody discourage them from what they believe in and what they love to do. Well, best of luck on your tour. Thank you. Thank you, bye. I charge into the battle with my dangerous moon horse. For the good of the planet and the stars I am a space ranger 